Hey, you're listening to Pull the Plug. Sometimes we do say some naughty words on air like poo-poo, pee-pee, caca, elbows. While that escalated quickly, listener discretion is advised. Hey, what's going on? You are listening to Pull the Plug podcast with myself, Shannon Bryan. And me, Justin G. And myself, Justin Briner. How's it going, folkies? It's going well. How are you two? Pretty well. Real good. Yeah. Real swell. Getting turned for a Tuesday or what? Oh, yeah. Turned up for what? Right. This, Let's this show. Yeah, that. P2P podcast. That. Yeah, pretty self-explanatory. So how, how was uh, everyone's weekend? You guys do anything? Oh, you know, we just went to see Age of Ultron. Oh, yeah, that, that was the thing we right. did. Yeah. Holy you fucks. Fuck. It was real good. Yeah? Um, the best one so far? No. Really? No. Um, but It was excellent. But it's, fuck, it's fucking fantastic. Anything that you're reading, there's been a lot of people for whatever reason like shitting on it. And we're not, we're not going to do any spoilers, so yeah, don't yeah. worry. Um. But except everything, no. Oh yeah, <laughs> except listen to this clip. Thor gets decapitated. Um, <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh, that'd be amazing. Yeah. Um, people seem to be shitting on it. I don't really know why. Like, oh, Weird. like there's no like big like crazy moment or whatever. And th- by the way, there's a ton of big awesome moments. Yeah. yeah. And I only have one critique of the movie, and I'll save it for for movie news. Oh, okay. Okay. We're fair. gonna okay. do it then. Right on. Um, yeah. but I would. I, if you love any of these kinds of movies, this well, is how can you not? Really? Yeah, yeah. Like, um, they're all good. You're gonna love the shit out of this movie. So Absolutely. And go uh, check it out. we also spent our Sunday night uh, with the lovely Jordan Laser, uh, Australian singer songwriter. Oh yes. Um, she's in town for Canadian Music Week, so um, I have a little bit of an interview clip with her, uh, a live acoustic track from her. Yeah. And uh you guys should check her out when 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 she's in Toronto this week. Yeah, you I were just you, you were just kind of showing me a little bit of a clip and I nearly jizzed my pants. <laughs> yeah. No, she yeah, and she's, she's gorgeous by the way. Yeah. A real good Holy deal. Fuck. That's that's the thing. You weren't jizzing your pants like you were jizzing your pants from just listening to no, the music. No, just listening to her. I was yeah. like, okay, this girl's super talented. And then, bam. Yeah. Yep. And it's great. She's just gorgeous a tiny sweet little thing. Yeah. And then she sits down at her keyboard and starts to sing. And she just fills a room. She's phenomenal. I so, love those people. Yeah, it was it was it was phenomenal to see. So check her out uh, this week at Canadian Music Week, and uh, stay tuned for our interview with her coming up. Yeah. Also coming up for you tonight here on Pull. I'm Plug. ready. Um, odd true stories behind some popular music. Crack did a really <laughs> cool article. Um, really? About just some weird facts that you might not know about some some bands or albums or songs or something like that. I like, like that. these. Yeah, I love shit like this. These this are is good. great. It's kind of like little behind the scenes stuff, so we're going to take a look at some of that. Cool. On the edge of my seat. Um, like Shannon was saying, we've got an interview with Jordan Laser. Yeah. I'm excited about that. Um, a long dormant feature brought back from the dead. Guess who's dead is back. Oh. oh. <laughs> I wasn't aware of this. These are the yeah, moments I good. live for. But um, Guess who's mm. dead. This is like radio days. I know, yeah. eh? It brings this us is back. Wh- this is when we had street cred. You know, you know what I'm most ex- Wait, you know what I'm most excited ever? for? No, is no. the is the l- the little theme song for it. That's yes. my favorite. It's it might Bring be it. our favorite theme song. Bringing it back. That's yeah. oh, pretty good. Sure. It's so incredible. Wow. Um, and we've got a BuzzFeed quiz because that's become one of our favorite segments to do here. And we'll keep it, it going and, good. until BuzzFeed runs out of fun ones to do, which. Yeah. Let's face it, not happening any, anytime soon. No, they're like, definitely they, they not just, scraping the bottle of the barrel. They pump out fucking shit. I know. Yeah. Like, I don't understand. Like, how many people are working for this company? Because there's way too many fucking shit, like, coming out 
full time. It's 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 pretty crazy how legit of a service they are. Like they got uh, yeah. invited to the like congressional correspondence dinner at the White House recently. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah, yeah. like their press got, like because they're an actual news place too. They don't just put out quizzes yeah. and like you look like Paris Hilton's. Like Apple. that's all I read from them. But right. yeah, yeah, like yeah. most people probably exactly see the other stuff. Um, so I'm very excited about that. We got we got all that plus your movie update, oh, your music yeah. news, yeah, and some great music. Yeah, coming let's, your way. Let's uh, start the night out here with a cover. Yeah. Um, Jacqueline Van Happen did a cover a couple weeks ago when she was on the show. Beautiful. Of Jolene. Um, fantastic. Check this out here on PTP Podcast. Jolene, 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 Jolene. I'm begging of you, please don't take my man. Jolene, 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 Jolene Please don't take him just because you can Your beauty is beyond compare With flaming locks of auburn hair With ivory skin, eyes of emerald green smile is like a breath of spring your voice is soft like summer rain and i cannot compete with you jolene he talks about you in his sleep there's nothing i can do to keep from crying when he calls your name jolene can easily understand how you can easily take my man but don't know that you lost me Jolene 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 I'm begging of you please don't take my man Jolene Jolene Take him just because you can You could have your choice of men But I can never love again He's the only one for me Jolene I had to have this talk with you My happiness depends on you Whatever you decide to do Jolene Jolene, 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 yeah, I'm begging of you, please don't take my man, Jolene, 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 please don't take him just because you can. Jolene, Jacqueline Van Happen there covering that song and so good. Can I please just say yes. how amazing I find Jacqueline Van Happen? I mean, one, I, I love her talent. Yeah. But then she pulls out covers like that like just, and it melts my heart. Oh, God, I know. One of my favorite. For years and years. And she just songs. gets better. Yeah, it's, it's true. A fine wine that Jacqueline Van Happen. That you, she starts <laughs> at one point and you're like, wow, this girl's amazing. And then yeah. now years down the road, we're going, shit, she's, she's, she's just better. good. It's weird. Awesome. 
I hate people like that. Yeah, I, know, I hate. But Tom you love Cruise. them at the yeah, same too, time. Yeah, me too. So, no. yeah. But seriously, like it, fuck her. But seriously, right? Yeah. It's like a hate fuck. It's a hate. Oh, fuck. speaking oh. of speaking of, those yeah. are good. Those are really <laughs> good. watching a lot of those lately. Yeah. Speaking of Jacqueline, it happened. Yeah. We uh, <laughs> at the uh, the buck and we went to a buck and doe. Oh, is that right? Weekend. Oh, well, now I'm interested. <laughs> And uh, we got to meet, uh, not meet, but we got reacquainted with uh, Carly Joe is there. Oh, Carly Joe! <laughs> and so you guys get all fucked up or what? Uh, no, no, not too bad. Well, what kind of a buck and doe is this then? Well, Justin, uh, I had to work long the next story day, so short, I, Justin, oh, okay, Justin was kind of the okay, DD. Yeah. So yeah. I got a little more tipsy, but yeah. I mean, it takes a while for me to get drunk. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't have to spend a lot of money there. Which, yeah, of course. Who's gonna do that? No. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so Carly Joe is there, and she said that uh, she went to work the next the next day, oh. and a bunch of her coworkers had listened to the podcast. Oh, that's fantastic! And uh, she wears, <laughs> she wears a name tag at work. And Tell me they changed it. They kept trying to steal her name tag from her, saying that she needed a name change, that that her name tag wasn't reading her name correctly. And she's like, you guys fucked me. That's absolutely incredible. Isn't that the best? That's so good. Yeah. I thought it was hilarious. And then all night, of course, she's sending messages to Jackie Haps. And then she's getting pictures of me and her, like, making sad faces that Jacqueline's not there. And she keeps sending them to her all night. So we were sort of spamming her a little bit. Wow. Yeah. It was good times. <laughs> it, it was really good. It was, it was really good. good. Really making her name for herself here oh, at the yeah. podcast. She's, yeah. she's Carly like her, Joe. Carly Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Blame Paul for that. She's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, first story of the evening. Um, we're going to take a look at some weird music facts, guys. I like these. Because it, it, it's stuff you would never ever picture or think of, right? Yeah, it's it's like those little behind the scenes things. Yeah, like uh, that that no one ever finds out until like twenty years after it happens. So. And yeah, I think it's people like that enjoy shit like this. Like that's where you really find out who's the music nerd. Oh gosh, <laughs> yeah. I know. Uh, so this list comes from Crack.com. They did a list of like twenty nine of them. Um, I have eight for you here okay because we don't have all night no um <laughs> you well, know, we do well yeah i mean we're not really doing anything important but no no one wants to listen I to feel, with our lives i feel you <laughs> yeah uh pink floyd's comfortably numb isn't about recreational drugs pink floyd actually never did drugs at all that uh, i find the song so is about the time roger waters was given he- heavy sedatives against his will and had to perform despite being quote barely able to lift his arms Wow. Really? And that's what the song is about. Why do I feel that's just so hard to believe? I know. That, because it, because Pink Floyd's are just you you've put it in your head that that's they're associated with They're the stereotypical that's what you like they literally are. Like I can't Pink Floyd I on countless times how many enjoy. times I've been high listening to Pink Floyd. Yeah. Being like these guys are on my level. Yeah. <laughs> it's all it's all a lie. It's all a lie. Wow. That that is so strange. This is really tripping me out now. Uh, Steely Dan, who yeah. me and Sharon were lucky enough to see at Coachella this Fuck, past year. Yeah. Uh, they're a jazz rock duo that originated from the late 1970s. Uh, they were named after a giant steam-powered dildo from the book Come Naked Lunch by William S. Burroughs. <laughs> Are you, did you know this? <laughs> Not until Justin told me that. This oh is the only one that God. he like had to tell me ahead of yeah. time because I'm such a big Steely Dan fan that he's like, oh my God, did you know this? I'm like... What? That's, that's, that's incredible. I love that How so the much. Fuck? Love it. Uh, the Velvet Underground. Yes. Uh, they took its name from the title of an SNM book found on the sidewalk. Amazing. Uh, the Velvet Underground Fantastic. by Michael Lee was found uh, by one of the band's members. Band members. It was all about the secret bondagey sexual scene in the early 1960s. And really? On the, front of the, on the front of the book, it's got you know like the big leather high heel boots, yeah, like the whip and the mask and everything. 
amazing. I see. I would have never known that. No, that's just those weird. I can things. see it now. Totally. Yeah, Definitely the now. Underground. Yeah, it's pretty but, obvious wow. actually. But that's that's fantastic. Uh, the Stone Temple Pilots are named after the STP oil logo. Uh, their original name, Mighty Joe Young, wasn't available. Uh, they came up with the name Stone Temple Pilots because they liked the look of the three-letter logo on the sticker on singer Scott Weiland's motorcycle. Yeah, because I, I did hear about that. Um, and and they're, they kind of like made like kind of a rip-off logo of that like yeah. whole thing. So yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's, it's I did know that one. Thing. That's kind of cool. I like yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Hetfield wrote Nothing Else Matters Without Thinking About It. Uh, he's the guitarist for Metallica. He was mindlessly plucking his guitar strings while he was on the phone with his girlfriend, and a little tune came out. He liked the way it sounded and wrote an entire song around one little, just kind of fucking around on the phone. And that's the way the best songs are written, though. I have heard that Metallica is, like, notorious for that. that They just, they do, like, a pluck, and they're like, oh, I like this. And that's how they write entire songs. Yeah. They, they kind of base it off, like, one kind of little rhythm like that, right? Yeah. And then just... It go from they they build around it obviously, obviously right yeah. but like just the shit that comes out is just crazy but I can't imagine all of that creativity comes from like one pluck no yeah that's it's crazy that starts yeah. yeah yeah I love that uh, this one's cool Nickelback is named after Change for Coffee uh, lead singer Chad Kroger was having trouble coming up with a name so he approached his brother who worked at a Starbucks. At the time, coffee there was a buck ninety-five, which meant every time a customer came in and paid $2, got a nickel back. So that's where it came from. That's where it came from. Wow. So we have Chad Kroger's brother to blame for that. <laughs> or just the Starbucks. band in general, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Well, isn't his brother in the band, I, f- I think? I'm pretty sure oh, maybe. him and his brother... I don't know. I don't. I, That's a great I've really question. come to learn. I don't know like anything about Nickelback. No, I mean I don't know much. I know they suck, <laughs> and I know I really don't like listening to them. Right. Right. Hmm. But yeah, no, I I did. I'm pretty sure, and I could be wrong. We told you the story that when we were in Germany, um, that the Germans love Nickelback. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Like no, were, I didn't. You didn't. They were hoping because we went to the music fest at Rockin' Park, and they were like desperately hoping that the next year's lineup was gonna have Nickelback. Like it was the like most requested band. Yeah. Well, that's because they're all fucking wasted all the time. Yeah, that's I gotta guess. be it. Yeah. <laughs> they don't have an ear for it. Uh, drummer Keith Moon, when invited to play for a new band, thought the idea would go over like a Led Zeppelin. They changed the spelling because they didn't want people to use the wrong pronunciation of Led, meaning l- lead. L-E-A-D. And that's how they got Led Zeppelin. That's pretty funny. What? So he was invited to play for this new band, and he thought that this whole new band idea was going to go over like a Zeppelin made out of lead. A lead so Zeppelin. So Keith Moon came up with that name? Is that is that what I'm gathering? That's where it kind of originated from, yeah. Keith Moon. What the fuck? Huh. I'm just not even understanding that. <laughs> I'm not too sure. Wow. Okay. Now, look, I'm going off of an article on the internet. Yeah. So, you know, take that for what it's worth. But this is all cool, though. It's neat anyways. If someone made it up, it's kind of sweet. It's still cool. (laughs) Yeah. And this one, the last one, this is by far my favorite one. The Beastie Boys is, and I think this is relatively known by a lot of people who really enjoy music. Mm -hmm. Beastie Boys' song, Fight for Your Right, is a complete joke song. Yeah. They wrote it as a gag song, making fun of annoying rock anthems. And when the song was published, they released a video that was meant to be a parody. And the irony was lost on fans, and it became a huge hit. <laughs> Absolutely. It's the same with uh, Blur's song, too, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, they kind of did it to, to 
make fun of how pop music is yeah. that what it is and that's their biggest song i love it so much yeah that is pretty hilarious it just happens like that right yeah uh, so we posted the full link to this article, uh, or the link to the full list of this, on uh, Facebook and Twitter. Yeah, find yep. those links at our website, ptbpodcast.com. I might check this out. This is pretty cool. It's pretty rad. There's a there's a whole bunch on there that are just like. Is there any that you guys know from? Oh, like uh, at all that you can think of. The only the only one that even just comes to mind, just like on the spot, is the fact that. Blink-182 used to be called Blink, but then they got potentially sued by an Irish band who right. was called Blink. Yeah, and then so they didn't just know that. came up with 182, which they have said Means. does not mean anything at all. Nothing. It's just a random then, number. In every interview, it's just made-up shit. They've, yeah. they've yeah. come up and said it's the number of times you know they say fucking Scarface. It's yeah. the number whatever. It's the number of times I masturbated last month. Like, whatever it is, <laughs> it's not real. It's just a made-up number. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I can't think of any off the, off top, the top of my head. head. That's the only thing no. that comes to mind, no. though, yeah. I, like I think, up. well, there's one in the, you guys ever heard the song Roxanne with the police, obviously. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's at the beginning of that song, um, he, oh, in the, in the recording yeah. or whatever, he accidentally like hits a piano or something during the like master recording of the thing. And they just ended up keeping it. So next time you hear that song, it's right at the beginning. He I just hits, about it, that. hits yeah. the piano and there's a little piano noise and then it goes right into the song. Right. But they kept it. Yeah. yeah I read that somewhere. Weird. Huh. Weird, weird yeah. shit. It's one of those things that like doesn't really affect the song. No, it's just not like, at all. But like, it's one you of those. Know it. No, it's just one of those but. cool things. That's like, yeah. yeah. Take a listen. Neat. Yeah, I can't think of anything off the top of my head. But um, even next week, I mean, we'll be posting this list. But even next week, let's pull a few more of those. They're cool for sure. Yeah, I like that. We'll do it. I like it a lot. Once again, ptbpodcast.com. Some trouble and daughter for you right now. This one's called "What's Good Is Gone." You're listening to Pull the Plug Podcast. I can't look you in the eyes. You've heard me too many times, and I won't take it. No, no, no. I won't take it. Please don't go. Stop trying to play your games. It's over. Everything's changed, and I won't take it. No, no, no. I won't take it. Please Cause don't go. you were deceiving, and now I am walking away. Too many times and I won't take it 
Guess who's dead? Guess who's dead? Guess who's dead? Guess who's dead? Guess who's lying in a coffin somewhere? People lying up saying the prayers. Guess who's dead? Guess who's dead in the hood? Yeah, I recognize you should this week. Holy fuck, that's good. <laughs> it's been a while. I, I know. I'm so happy that that that, uh, that liner's back. I didn't even know you guys still had that. <laughs> oh, I got that. I had that buried that's somewhere in the archives. In the archives, yeah. yeah. Wow. What a gem. You know, I, like I, I don't know. I just started seeing. Uh, a bunch of people is just like, oh, like holy fuck, that person died. Shit, people are dying. And I was like, oh shit, yeah, people it could, are dying. It could dying. be time. Oh, yeah. People are dying. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> all right. Three people died this past week. Uh, first one, Jean Nidich. Uh She's the woman who founded Weight Watchers. Oh. oh. Passed away. Was early. she overweight? Yeah, that would have been hilarious. She passed away early, late Wednesday morning. She was ninety-one. Wow. She came up with the idea back in 1961, uh, not to start a business, but to help her in her own weight struggle. Uh, she had been overweight since early childhood, and at the time, she was 5'7 and weighed 214 pounds. Oh, wow. Uh, she started following basic tips, you know, don't skip meals, mm-hmm. eat fish five times a week, veggies, wow. you know, the normal stuff that you just, you know, just eat healthy. Yeah. Like nothing right. crazy. Uh, she soon started inviting friends over, and they would talk uh, in her living room about their, you know, common goals. It caught fire, and in 1963, Weight Watchers was born, and she became a celebrity, even appearing on Johnny Carson's show. Oh, my God. Uh, in 1978, Weight Watchers was sold to the Heinz Company for $71 million. Oh, so she lived out the rest what? of her days in in wealth. Yes. I did not know any of that. I know. She, uh, she died I guess last why Wednesday would I, as a, from natural causes. So, Good for her. No shit, eh? Someone that starts <laughs> an empire bank. just because she wants to better her own life. Yeah. Good honor. I can appreciate that. Died at a ripe old age. Fucking right. Uh, Benjamin Earl King, professionally known as Ben E. King, uh, the singer of that famous song "Stand by Me," died last Thursday at the age of seventy-six. Oh, God, rough. that's a hit. That's it kind of that's it kind of hit me a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Uh, he uh, was an American soul and R&B singer. He was perhaps best known, again, as a singer and co-composer of Stand By Me, which is a U.S. top 10 hit both in 1961 and later again in 1986 when it was used as the theme to the film Stand By Me. Great oh, piece. That flick. Uh, yeah. Uh, great his, piece of work. His agent said he suffered from coronary problems at the time of his death. So he will be missed. Absolutely. That's fantastic. Big contributor to, uh, to popular music. And finally, you definitely... Don't know the name. Okay. <laughs> Ellen Abertini Dow passed away this past Monday. Never heard of that. 101. Name. Whoa. She. Uh huh. You guys remember this? Uh, the movie Wedding Singer. Of course. Right, Adam Sandler. She performed the song "Rapper's Delight" in that movie on stage. Remember that old lady on the stage? <laughs> oh yeah. fuck off! Come on. 
she oh died this God. past Monday. She was incredible. Remember her? I remember her, yeah. She most recently appeared on Family Guy, uh, New Girl in 2013. Uh, other famous TV roles like on Seinfeld, My Name is wow. Earl, Scrub, Six Feet Under, Golden Girls. Wow. Uh, she played Gla- Grandma Cleary in Wedding Crashers and was Tom Green's grandmother in Road Trip. Um, yeah. You know oh, yeah. <laughs> you know what's fucking crazy that. is that her version of Rapper's Delight was on the Wedding Singer soundtrack, yeah. which made Billboard's top five at the time. Oh, my amazing. God. Amazing. <laughs> just amazing. That's incredible. 101 years old. Yeah. What a life. Um, can we also give a shout? I know uh, she passed away two weeks ago now. Something like that. Yeah. Um, but from the children's show, the Elephant Show, with Sharon Lois and Bram. Right. Lois. Uh, that's that skinnamarinky dinky dink. It sure yeah. is. Dinky do. And and as much as we all talk about like our first concerts and everything yeah. else, and it's, I don't know, I you always begin your first concert like memory as like the first concert you went to like by yourself without your parents or whatever, yeah. right? But legitimately, my very first concert ever was when I was two years old, when my parents took me to see The Elephant Show live in live in concert. Is that right? Uh, <laughs> at Centennial Hall, London. How was that? <laughs> just <laughs> Must have been good. Just Skinnamarinky-Dinkin. Yeah, <laughs> I was Skinnamarinky-Dinkin. And uh, totally yeah, hot. so that, that, was, that was a piece of my childhood that left me that day. Wow. That's pretty sad. So rest sad in peace, Lois. They're uh they're uh, the the remainder of that troupe is performing at uh, Field Trip Festival this summer in Toronto. Yeah, really. So that's gonna yeah. be like a, I bet they're gonna have a fucking massive crowd. Yeah, well, for that I know it. I think for the first year Field Trip is doing like a kids zone. Like kids have always been free at Field Trip, yeah. but they're doing like a kids stage, with just entertainment for the family kind of thing. Uh, okay. And way back when, when they first announced their first wave, that um. Sharon and Bram were on on the lineup, and I was like, ah, oh, and it was really shitty because I was like, oh, that's weird that Lois isn't with them. I'm like, maybe like she must be sick or something. Maybe she has cancer. Boom. A month later, she, she dies gone. of cancer. I'm like, yeah. wow. no. So it was your fault. Baby. I know. I called it. So I basically, like, Shannon killed Lois. I yeah. jinxed the life of Lois. <laughs> wow. So she'll bad. be missed. All those people will be missed. Yeah. And uh, and that's who's dead this week, guys. Oh, oh wow! Let, let's keep that reoccurring. Oh, yeah, I mean, it, more people keep yeah, dying. Needs to be a recurring. We need a segment. Keep dying. <laughs> keep dropping keep like flies. <laughs> keep dropping. Uh, coming up next, we got your movie update here for you. Woo! First here, this one's called Love. Kendall Thompson here on P2P Podcast. Disposable like thoughts that roll in smoke Using decision as a weapon when you try and talk I get confusion And rearranging But rushing water's not the same as falling rain This is the biggest mess that you have ever made You are amazing, love Only God can think you up But you lie, you lie
ego, it's just the way it is. Running free and wild, only really meant for kids. I know compassion, emotions are racing, but lying down is not the same as standing straight. This is the biggest mess that you have ever made. You are amazing, love. Only God could think you up. But you lie, you lie, and you're tying me out. You are amazing, love. Only God could think you up. But you As long as you're just hanging there, pay attention. Now it's time for your pull the plug movie update. This is one doodle that can't be undid, Holmes Gillett. Top five of the box office this week: number five, Home. Number four, Paul Blart, Mall Cop Two. I hate this. Bringing in way too much <laughs> money for what <laughs> it is. I say it every week, but I just hate Kevin James. I hate yeah. this. No, Fuck that guy. Yeah. Stop. Uh, you num- junk. Number three, <laughs> The Age of Adeline. Mm-hmm. Right. Number this is the one. Well, who's in this again? Blake Lively. Yeah. Oh, she, uh, she doesn't age. I know. Yes. God damn it. She won't age. She's just yeah. so Ever. hot. Ugh. Ever. Sorry. Fuck you, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, <laughs> douche. Number two, <laughs> Furious 7. Mm-hmm. And officially being bought, uh, beat out in the box office this week by number one, Avengers Age of Ultron. Yes. What, a, what a crazy showing. Oh, my God. 191. 1.3 million. That's fucking I would nuts. like I would like everybody to just pay attention at the drop off from number 1 to number 2. Yeah, from 191 like to 6.6. 6. It, it has all of the money. It took all the money. And you know what's crazy? It's the second highest uh opening weekend ever after the first Avengers movie. That's pretty wild. And the only reason that they don't th- that they think it didn't beat out it, beat it out is because it premiered um, on the weekend of the, excuse me, the Mayweather-Pacquiao boxing match. Oh, okay. Uh, the NBA playoffs are on. Yeah. The Kentucky Derby is on. NHL playoffs. NHL playoffs, playoffs are on. Yeah. That's like $30, $40, 50000000 million right that's there true. in potential revenue yep. that they lost. And that's fucking crazy. Yeah. That's, that's nuts. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Uh, um, so, a little bit of a review. Yeah, me and Shannon went to go see it Friday night. 
Uh, one word, fantastic. I liked it a lot. It was great. Yeah, like you said uh, at the beginning of the show, a lot of people are shitting on this one for whatever reason. People just like to shit. Yeah, that's true. You know? Um, but once again, the storyline is great. They brought in some seriously great characters. James Spader as Ultron is perfect. Yeah. Um, and like I said early in the show, I only have one complaint. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that it had almost too much romance to it. Really? That, I mean, oh. usually in these okay. Marvel movies, you've got, like, your your main character, like, like Thor had his Natalie Portman, right? Right, yes. But the movie didn't really focus around that. And this one doesn't focus either, but there are so many different romances. See, I don't think Of just people ca- coming together. And I, I don't want to spoil anything, but there's, I just found... For it's too mushy. You want a little it, more action? Yeah, okay, it, it wasn't what I needed out of a comic book movie. It didn't necessarily detract from the movie right. at all. It was just strange because none of the other ones have really been all that romantic okay. focused. I don't, I don't know. I don't think there was too. And we won't, again, we won't get into specifics. I don't think there was too much. And I actually, I I kind of liked what you saw of relationships because it's it's that old cliche like phrase, but it definitely I think works. Is that it? it grounds it a little bit more and it, it humanizes these people that like there's fucking like people flying around in like iron suits and yeah there's an iron man in this one <laughs> there's a green rage monster in it and does I don't, he fall in love um he uh, uh, i'm not gonna spoil anything for anybody um right. but i just i like i liked the the potential romances or the shown romances in the film because it just yeah. it helped bring it down to a little bit of a more of an emotional level. And it's just like, okay, these characters have something to care about. There's something, not only are we saving, you know, they saving the world, but they're saving this person. And they're fighting for something. And I, yeah. I get it. Um, also, I, sorry. No, uh, let me go. Um, <laughs> also, let I, me go. I think that um, in the number of movies that they've put out, obviously these characters need to develop and go somewhere. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That I, I think it was bound to happen, but I was just like, eh. It's kind of unexpected. And, I guess, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fair enough. That's fair, okay. Um, one thing I, I did know, and a lot of people have noticed about this movie, and I don't, I don't, I'm not gonna, I don't think this is a spoiler in any way. Um, there's a big emphasis at one point in the movie for a pretty consistent part of the movie of the Avengers saving lives. In the, in the sense of, we got to get these civilians out of here. There's a there's right. a big chunk of the movie that's like really devoted to really? that aspect. Yeah, and it and it works. It, like it doesn't take it's it's fantastic. And it's great because that's what superheroes should do. And there's a lot of people who are saying, why? Well, not necessarily why, but is this in uh, in response to the fact that Superman and Man of Steel didn't do shit for anybody in that in like when destroying that entire city at the end. A lot of because a lot of people shit on that movie yeah. because of that fact. Like fucking millions of people died in that movie, and Superman doesn't really do much in that movie to I save these I, people. I don't. I can't. I can't see Marvel really pinpointing. I that. can't say that. I. I don't think that they're doing it in a response to it, but they're just like we don't want that backlash. Maybe. So let's just make sure that they they're saving people. And then people are getting pissed off still that they not saved too many. No, oh no, 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 no they're oh, just okay, stating sorry. like, hey, did you, did you notice that? <laughs> oh, I see. Okay. Oh, yeah. So maybe people are drawing conclusions that aren't necessarily aren't necessary there. And people are going to do that anyway. Yeah, right? yeah, that's fair. But overall... Go see it. Go see it. It's so yeah. fucking good. Amazing. It's, I got to go see it again, and Shannon will laugh at me, but I have to go see it again. Solo. 
Oh yeah, I'll go solo. Well, well, red solo wants, cup. He does this a lot. Somebody want to go with me? I'll go with you. That's fine. But yeah, if you take me out to dinner first, yeah, then uh, then I'll go with you. Cut a hole in the bottom of the pop popcorn bag. <laughs> <laughs> you know us too well. Yeah. Good. Let's uh do this, some room. opening this week in theaters. How about that? Yeah. All right, Hot Pursuits opening this week in theaters. Uh, five flights up. Maggie, which you're looking forward to. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Yeah, it looks kind of cool. Yeah. And uh, the one I'm starring in, the D train. <laughs> so if you're interested, yeah. theater near you. Yeah. <laughs> or I can come to your house. Either one. Coming soon to theaters, May 15th. Uh, I'll see you in my dreams. That uh, real good. Uh, sweet. What's Mad that? Max Fury. I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> Mad yeah. Max Fury, Fury Road. And uh, my pick, Pitch Perfect 2. Pitch, please. Pitch, please, indeed. <laughs> Pitches are back. They are. Oh, and May 22nd. Yeah, there we go. There it is. Spy and Tomorrowland, which, let me go back to the Age of Ultron thing here. They did, uh, like, it seems like trailers are getting way, way, way too long anyway before, like, you sit down and see your movie. Like, say, a 7 o'clock showing, about quarter to 8, the movie finally starts. Oh, serious? Um, (laughs) It seemed like it, yeah. And that was because we're sitting here, and all of a sudden this Tomorrowland, which I didn't really know all that much about. I I knew it was a new, new Clooney movie or whatever. Oh, okay. Um, but it's a very fantasy land. It looks like a kid's movie. Whatever. That looks awesome. So then all of a sudden, there's a clip from the director being like, hey guys, come see my movie, and here's a sneak peek of one of the scenes from the movie. Are you serious? They showed 10 minutes of this movie, <laughs> like, from from start to finish. Like, I'm sitting there going, okay, like, great, but now we're watching another movie before our movie, and and yeah, it convinced me that it, Maybe it was kind of a neat concept. Is that smart the to mo- do? The movie looks great. I I think the only reason that they're doing this is that there's been a lot of... <clears throat> excuse me. There's been a lot of um, a hype about this movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've never even heard about the, it. The director was actually supposed to direct the this Star Wars film that's coming out later this year, oh. but said he didn't want to to direct this movie. Like, there's a lot of, like, internal, like, Hollywood hype about it. Yeah. But there doesn't seem to be a lot of, like public hype about it and i just so think people to... were confused about whatever it is and yeah. and it did that like i now it's know so what this weird. movie's about i get it um but i was just like i didn't want to see another movie before seeing mine so by the end of it i'm just like can we get to our movie that we paid to come see now please that doesn't make much sense to me yeah, i was, was a little strange i didn't like it i didn't it, it, i like i i'm excited for that movie but yeah you know tone it down a little bit yep yeah i agree it's yeah. a little weird uh, new on DVD this week, uh, Selma, Playing It Cool, Black or White, Mr. Turner, and The Pyramid. Coming soon to DVD, the uh, the old classic, Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That the old, old romance classic. novel. I like that. Black Hat, uh, Still Alive, and uh, Mordecai. Yeah. That's I, the Johnny I, I, I must say, I, I saw... Um, this has nothing to do with Mordecai, but... Fair um, enough. I saw... I don't, I don't... As you know, I'm not really up on the movie thing. It's not really my thing. I don't really know too much about it, but I saw the preview for the new Poltergeist movie. Oh, yeah. yeah. That looked kind of fucked. Looked kind of fucked up. It looked up. kind of fucked, yeah. Did you see it? I yeah, I did. I was like, I was uneasy. Like, usually, like, you know, some of the some of the scary. And I do and like the like scary. I do like horror movies. I do yeah. like the horror ones. And, and I know you hate the whole kid thing. Yeah, the kid thing just fucks with me. Like, But so strange. I was just, like, it was kind of late, too. And I was like, holy fuck. 
It's like this one might be might be all right. You, you laid up with a flashlight, like <laughs> yeah, no, pretty much. It was, yeah. it was a, little, a little terrifying, so I might check that out when it comes out. Nice. Speaking of before before we get to celebrity birthdays, I watched a trailer stupidly at night in the dark with children. No, well, the the kid, their kids are in the movie. Okay. Um, it's called The Visit. It's a new one from M Night Shyamalan. Oh, Shyamalan and Dingong. Yeah, yeah. And <laughs> it's a like the, these two kids. They're like. I don't know, 10 and 13 or whatever. Yeah. And they go for like this weekend visit to their grandparents' place. Oh, God. And, you know, the grandparents, like, they seem like really cool and nice and, and awesome and whatever. And then there's just like, we just have one rule. You have to be in bed at nine o'clock. Don't leave this. Don't leave your bedroom after nine o'clock. And they're like, okay, oh, well, that's really God. weird. Like, cause, you know, they're, they're like the city kids. They're like, we're, you know, whatever. And yeah. it's not a big deal. And, they're they're like they're in their bedroom after nine and 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 they hear like noises like out in the hallway and they open the door and like the grandmother is just like standing at the wall not looking towards them but just like scratching the wall and then like shit starts going down like the grandparents are like chasing the kids and like being creepy old people looking it's hate that it's Fucking terrifying. That's about the time you throw those fuckers in a home. I didn't. Yeah, I didn't finish the trailer. I was too serious. I was too wigged out. I was like, "Fuck this!" It's called the visit. The visit. What the fuck? Like, I'll maybe watch the trailer when it's light out. But I swear to God, I was like, "I'm too fucking scared right now. I can't do this." That's fucking weird. Jesus. Little like how how young were the kids? Oh uh, yeah, like uh, ten and thirteen. Okay, or something. so enough to still be kind of creepy. Yeah, and then you they... got the old fucking creeps. Exactly. Like the kids were the ones being like. Normal? Normal. Yeah. They weren't, like, possessed by Satan or anything, but there was something fucked up about those grandparents, and... That's a little unnerving, not gonna lie. Put them in a home. Put them in a home and lock them up. I don't care, but that's... Ugh. Holy fuck. Wow. So, wow. Yeah. All right. Checking little, that out. A little unnerving for me. Celebrity birthdays for May 6th, though. Okay. Celebrity birthdays, so, yo! Yo, May 6th. Check it out, bitch. Nice. Thanks. <laughs> Good guys. <laughs> Thought we'd um, go a little more hard. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I get hard sometimes. True Just life. Smacked that all over the floor. Yeah. Uh, actress Adrian Palicki is thirty-two. Palicki. Like to, uh, I was gonna. I was. Uh, I was gonna do the joke like yeah. I like to give her a licky, but yeah. that's just stupid. Is it? It's. Is she hot? Oh yeah. Well then. Oh, what was our hot sound again? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So anytime. Yeah. Uh, actress Ga- uh, Gabrielle Sidibe is Cid- also 30, 32. Uh, Precious. You know. Oh, that movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, where she gets yeah. like, she, like throws a TV at someone. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic uh, flick. Yeah. Taking Back Sunday, drummer Mark O'Connell's 34. Uh, Chris Shefflett, guitarist for Foo Fighters, 44. Actress Lars Mickelson is 51. Actor George Clooney is 54. <laughs> Yeah, there it is. That's fair. That's wow. fair. Uh, actor and TV host. Uh, t- can we actually hear that again, Jim? <laughs> yeah, that was good. I'm slow that down. That's gonna be my ringtone. Uh, actor and TV host Tom Bergeron is sixty. He looks old as fuck. Oh, I know. Yeah. He, he's the funniest home videos. Yeah, yeah. Does now, that right? and Dancing with the Stars uh, yeah. too, right? That's right. Yeah. My mom watches that all the time, and I always see people like, love Tom Bergeron. Like what That's the so fuck? Yeah. He looked like he aged in the last ten years. He looked like he aged like twenty years. Oh yeah, yeah. This fuck. He's true. Weird. Rough looking. Yeah, he's almost dead. Uh, actor Greg Hart- Henry is sixty three, and musician Bob Seger. Nice. nice. Seventy years old today. Get behind that. 
And that's uh, that's your movie update there for you guys. Holy Good. Shit. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> uh, coming up next, we got uh, we got your music news. Yeah. Okay. First, uh, let's do some lumberjunk here. This one's called Happy Again on PTP Podcast. Boy, you'll be happy again. Boy, you'll be happy with me. 
ready to get your mind blown. And now it's time for your pull the plug music news. Slap it up, bass, New releases in music: Django, Django, Born Under Saturn, Django, 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 Mets with their new one too. My Morning Jacket, The Waterfall. Shelby Lynn, I can't imagine. Shelby Lynn, by the way, sounds like that Southern Belle. Yeah. You know, that yeah. you see, she's got the short little, like, With, Daisy Dukes. Oh, and, and the, yeah, the uh, cowboy boots. And her dad is way overprotective. And yeah. super big but curls so in her long fucking blonde hair. Hot. so fucking hot. And she's, uh, like, kind of curious about yes. you, but she can't do anything because of her and dad. She ends up liking girls anyway. Yeah. Yeah, what yeah. a bitch. Okay. Fucking bitches. Wow, what a dick. <laughs> Ivan and Alicia, it's all just pretend. And the new one from uh, this really unknown band. Uh, yeah. It's, I think, a, a new indie band. So yeah. check them out. Uh, Mumford and Sons, Wilder Minds. <laughs> right. Yeah. They're like a totally different band on this album. It aren't is. It's yeah. true, yeah. Like, totally. Yeah. I really like it, though. Yeah. Like, I liked all the old stuff, too. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. But I just thought, well, for me, anyways, the older stuff just kind of got overplayed way too much for me. Yeah, so that's I'm kind of happy that they sort of switched it up They'll overplay this. this one, though, too. Oh, no, absolutely. <laughs> but for now, I, I'm, I'm happy about Fair it. Fair enough. I really like, I really respect the fact that they were just like, yep. you know what? We're completely changing it because we want to grow. Yeah, yeah if you absolutely. don't like it, that's too well, bad. Like, and and they were already successful doing what they did. Oh, yeah. I made enough money, they're able to do that. Right? Yeah, and I think that sort of speaks to actually being the difference between an artist or someone that wants to be famous. Yeah. yeah which is I'd cool. Agree. That's cool. I like it. Yeah. I'm buying it. Top five on Billboard.com right now. Number five. Uh, it's back in it. Fifty Shades of Grey soundtrack sneaking back in there. Yeah. Well, so. Probably because it's, it's out on DVD. Oh, yeah. I guess that whatever. makes sense. Yeah. Uh, number four, if you're reading this, it's too late by Drake. That's deep Drake shit. Fuck. Almost as deep as Madonna's tongue was down his throat. Oh, did okay. Can we for a sec? You watch that clip? Oh yeah. Fucking weird. Luckily, we left Coachella before that happened. We're like, fucking peace out, strange. Drake. It's really odd. I don't understand it. I don't. There's know. There's actually a lot he of. He looks uncomfortable when it happens, but then he went out to say. You know, I loved it or whatever. Yeah. It's like, that's fucked. Yeah, you're not, you didn't that's love that. You did not love like a fucking 80 year old woman no. tongue down your throat. I know there's I wouldn't. A, there's a lot of people who've said like he's one of the worst headliners Coachella's had in quite a few years. Really? Well, that's, I don't see the appeal of him personally. I was, no, I it, it, it was the perfect choice for us to leave before that. Nice. Because yeah. we, I we, left we too. got to end our night with uh, uh, Fits in the Tantrums oh, and cool. Florence and the Machine. That we yeah. were just like, yep, Much we've see seen that. our headliners. There's no sense in staying. Yeah, 100%. That's dumb. Yeah. <laughs> dumb. Drake, you're garbage. <laughs> number three, Love Story by Yellow Wolf. Uh, number two, Furious 7 soundtrack. And uh, number one, I'm happy to see this, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Sound and color, Alabama Shakes. Very cool. Good Great. dudes. They're, uh, they're doing a big festival circuit this summer, so mm-hmm. good on them. Yeah. Uh, not a whole lot going on in music news this week. Uh, Austin City Limits Festival lineup was announced this week, though. Uh, Foo Fighters, The Strokes, Florence and the Machine, and Drake will be for the festival's uh, 14th year with The Weekend, Disclosure, uh, Dead Mouse, Alt J, Tame Impala, and Aesop Rocky also set to perform. Uh, The event takes place over two separate weekends, October 2nd to the 4th and 9th to the 11th at Austin's Zilker Park. Uh, Also on the bill for this year's festival will be Hozier of Monsters and Men, the Decemberists, Ben Howard, Bass Nectar, Chance the Rapper, Brand New, TV on the Radio, Walk the Moon, Billy Idol, 21 Pilots, Nero, and Dwight Yoakam. Uh, tickets are now available at ACLFestival.com, and regular three-day festival passes start at about $250. Wow. Um, one thing to keep in note, if you do plan on going to Austin City Limits, um, or if you're interested in it, um, 
one headliner. I forget how it works. Um, I believe Florence is only there the second weekend, and Foo Fighters only weekend only there the first weekend, or something oh, like that. something like that. Yeah, so it's... just just pay attention to that. If you know if you're a big fan of one yeah. of them, you just make sure you're getting the right pass. So um, yeah. that's about it for music news. Yeah, I mean it's a big big time for festival season, so make sure you. Uh, Stay up to date. Go to a festival, festival, for fuck's sakes. Yeah. You know, there's a hundred of them happening this summer. Just well, go just fucking it. do it. Well, that's the thing. Like, Well, especially if you've never been to a festival. It's yeah. like, go do it. There's so many good ones this summer. There's, you're bound to see someone you already know and like, and you're bound to see someone you've never heard of that you like, fall that in love with. That you're going right? to fall in love with. Yeah. Exactly. It's there's fantastic. so many different kinds, too. Like, yeah. People, I think... I before I I went to one I had this th- you know thought that's just always fucking craziness and always fucking no and it's not it's not like you can go to a folk festival like yeah. absolutely and and hang out and just and enjoy some cool the food like yeah. and 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 I think yeah. another big thing is is sort of the prices of it people are going I can't drop two hundred and fifty bucks on a festival and it's just like. Okay, like one, just save up that chunk of change. So many more and more festivals now are doing that you have a payment plan. Right, exactly. So that you can actually afford it in installments. Mm -hmm. And then when you break it down afterwards for how many sets you saw, this year at Coachella, we worked it out that we paid $11 a band for what we paid for the festival pass. Um. And we saw people like Jack White based and on the number of bands. And, we right, saw. exactly. Like and and big, that's just it. You're not going to pay. Well, I guess Jack White. He was only charging three dollars a ticket for well, the remainder. Yeah. No, of but usually shows. I'm. Yeah, like when I saw him, it was like eighty something. Exactly. You know I mean? So bucks. so really, like yes, it may, it maybe seems like a lot at once. When you break it down, and you're seeing bands like Jack White and Florence and Machine and exactly. ACDC for eleven dollars a band, you you really can't go wrong. It's a no brainer. Yeah, it's fantastic stuff. Yeah. So yeah. Check out a festival. It's it's good times. Do it. It's yeah. fun times. Mm-hmm. Coming up next, um, we're going to have a little listen yeah. and see how uh, poorly Shannon did at uh, an interview. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. So that's I'm good. Just, I'm I just, suck. I'm just, I'm just, <laughs> that's good stuff. By the way. No, yeah. Yeah. But first, yes. let's do some Jake Brenneman Battle of New Orleans here on PTP Podcast. In it. 14, we took a little trip along the Colonel Jackson to the mighty Mississippi. We took a little bacon and we took a little beans and went down and fought the British in the town of New Orleans. We fired our guns and the British kept on coming. Now there wasn't about as many as there was a while ago. We fired once more and they began running along the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico. We looked down the river and we seen the British come. There must have been a hundred of them beating on a drum They stepped so high they made the bugles ring They stood by cotton bales and didn't say a thing Well, we fired our guns and the British kept a coming Now there wasn't about as many as there was a while ago Fired once more and they began running Along the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico Old Hickory said that we'll take him by surprise Now we didn't fire muskets just to look him in the eyes We held our fire till we really seen him well When we set the scrogans off where well, we really gave him well We fired our guns and the British kept a-coming Now there wasn't about as many as there was a while ago we fired once more and they began running Along the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico Yeah, they ran through the barrels and they ran through the brambles and they ran through the bushes where the rabbits couldn't 
gator just to fight another round. Filled the set of cannonballs and powdered his behind. When we set the powder off, that's when the gator lost his mind. Well, we fired our guns and the British kept coming. Now there wasn't about as many as there was a while ago. Fired once more and they began running along the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, they ran through the bears and they ran through the brambles and they ran through the bushes where the rabbits couldn't go. They ran so fast that the hounds couldn't catch them along the Mississippi to the Gulf of Mexico. Two, three, four, Battle in New Orleans, Jake Brenneman there, and uh, we're back at PTB Podcast. And I had the absolute pleasure of sitting down with Australia's Jordan Laser oh, yes. um, this this past Sunday night in Guelph. She was uh, kicking off her her CMW tour. She's here for Canadian Music Week. Yeah. She started uh, in Toronto, and then her second night was uh, in Guelph. She's got a slew of dates coming up uh, this week in Toronto, so check her out. But first... Check out this banging interview, me with Jordan Laser. Thanks for chatting with me, Jordan. Thank you for chatting to me. <laughs> and just to get things uh, square, and we, so I know exactly who I'm talking to, I've seen online that your last name is pronounced like Laser. Oh, did you see that? That's <laughs> good, because not many people know that. That's such a badass last name. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> I've been told by various um, sources that I should change it to L-A-Z, or LAS, yeah. but I just, it's a, it's a heritage thing, yeah. and I think it's also a major laser thing, like he's, he came out at the time that those suggestions were being made, so it just didn't feel right. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I think it's a very cool lesson. So, Jordan Laser, I love it. Um, so, you're here all the way from Australia. Is this your first time coming to Canada? I actually did an exchange no here when I was 15. Uh, so, no, this is my second, but this is my first time to this part of Canada. Very cool. So where were you with your exchange? I spent time in Vancouver and oh, Whistler. Beautiful. Yeah. That's a good spot to go. Yeah. <laughs> so, I've loved Canadians ever since, but I think yeah. Australians and Canadians, they just have a connection. For sure. Well, and I think BC, from what I understand, has a very similar sort of lifestyle to really? the Australian. Okay. Yeah. Probably. <laughs> Um, so, being your second time around, do you th have things that you need to see again, or, or, I mean, did you fall in love with poutine while you were here the first time? Uh, what's poutine? Oh, no. <laughs> you have to try it. So, forgive me. So, okay, when you're in Toronto for Canadian Music Week... Is it a food? It is a food. Okay, it's good. French fries. <laughs> is it, is, is, yeah. <laughs> French fries, cheese curds, gravy. It sounds disgusting, okay. but you'll fall in love with it. That probably won't be good for my like cold and flu recovery <laughs> um but I'll make a note of it it's when I've done all my shows yeah it's part of the the tourism part of Canada you have to try it okay. <laughs> um so I read that you started writing music at the age of 13 years old um being a singer-songwriter which comes first for you the music or the the lyrics oh I like that question um well I'm obsessed with melody so I think melody uh informs the the lyrics okay. um but i mean in saying that it needs to sound like the two uh were never separated yeah to uh, so, so i think it's melody and then lyrics but yeah, no, yeah. Cool. um so your music it's it's almost haunting and, and it's so captivating um where do you draw your influence oh 
I, I mean, I just love good songs. I know that sounds really, that probably sounds really pretentious, um, <laughs> but I mean, I, I listen to everything. I mean, I'm, uh, in terms of, in terms of key inspirational figures, probably Kate Bush, uh, Lorena McKennett, um, Massive Attack. I love The National, cool. Leonard Cohen, yes, that's awesome. Paul Kelly, a lot of people. Yeah. Mm. Um. You released your debut album in 2013. What can you tell me about that whole experience? Uh, that was my, yeah, that was an EP, so it was four songs. Uh, it was, I think, releasing, well, I've found, I always find releasing music, I haven't released that many songs, yeah. but it's always a nerve-wracking, exciting uh, experience, and and every, everything, everything was new then, yeah. and so uh, I think it, it it has probably, hopefully, informed how I'll, how I will or won't do the next song cycle. Okay. So, yeah, I, I, I learnt a lot from that period and 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 every year. Mm. Yeah. Uh, was there a highlight on working on that album? Uh, I recorded a lot of songs actually with um, uh, I don't know if you know um, Midnight Oil. Yes. Who are, yeah. So I I worked with um, Jim Magini and Rob Hurst. Uh, and we did about 11 songs over oh, wow. three, four years. So they really mentored me and produced me and were like my spirit guides were during that whole process. Well, yeah, I mean, I think every, I think it just comes with, yeah, I think yeah. it just comes with the territory of being Australian. Yeah. Um, but also uh, Rob, who, who was the drummer of Minato, was a, an old family friend of ours. Oh, wow. So I'm really close with his daughter. Um, so there, there were a lot of connections there. Wow. Mm. Um, so you're enjoying some uh, success back home with your with your single on Triple J. <laughs> um, that new single, Prisoner of Pride. Um, is this track part of a larger project? Um, and can fans expect new music anytime soon? Uh, I just released that song in and of itself. Uh, I, I think I was trying to explore a more cinematic sound with it and give people and myself a, a taste of what I wanted to do next. So uh, that that was sort of its own uh, its own little uh, song story book okay. and the next one will be um, hopefully new and different. Cool. Yeah. No, I, I like that. I think it the, everything's very much moving into a singles world anyway, but yeah. I think it's a good way of doing it, but you keep people wanting more. And yeah, and I mean, the, everyone's like magpies now, you yeah. know, <laughs> just sort of snooping iTunes for a song here and a song Absolutely. there, and I find myself doing it too, and and it, 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 it becomes, uh, you have to consciously make yourself listen to a whole album from yeah. start to finish, oh, sure. so... I guess it's just indicative of what everyone's doing now, yeah. yeah. That was great. Um, and coming off of that, a uh, little bit of a success, uh, you're playing Canadian Music Week. Um, does the idea of playing to crowds who maybe might not know you yet, uh, does that excite you? Uh, I play to a lot of crowds that don't know <laughs> me, actually. Um, that's, that's, that's kind of more what I know, yeah. because I, I had some wonderful support tours in Australia last year, so there were a lot of... Um, a lot of shows where I was I was showing up completely unknown and yeah. and playing to strangers and I find it um, 
I mean, I get I get nervous for for every show, but I find it much less daunting playing to people I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I think that maybe it's the lack of pressure or something. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you played uh, Toronto last night at the Rivoli. Um, how do you find the the Canadian crowds so far? You've played one night um, <laughs> compared to the Australian uh, shows that you play. I don't have much to go off, so I don't. I, I'm scared to make sweeping sweeping statements. Uh, because I don't feel like one one night is enough is enough to be able to to yeah. judge. But I mean, Canadians in general are so friendly and and open and warm and 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 I think I think Australians and Canadians have that in common. Okay. So, um, so I think I think I think we're both we're both great audiences. Perfect. You know. Um, and so lastly here, not that uh, Australian tourism needs a whole lot of help, uh, every Canadian seems to want to go there, um, but what would be your top reason for a Canadian to visit Australia? Oh, well I grew up in Byron Bay, which mm -hmm. is a little town on the east coast of Australia, and that to me is one of my favourite places in the world. I mean obviously we've got beautiful beaches, yeah. uh, so that's that's most people's highlight the weather and and but I mean I feel like I, I sound I sound like a tourist board representative <laughs> saying giving you the most cliched answer but to be honest that's that's probably what people would love about our country Absolutely. yeah well thank you very much thank you for chatting to me I don't want love to grow Sink your heavy soul One day we'll be gone Without letters and song Shaded into you Graced into you
Jordan Laser there, shaded in. We're back here at PTP Podcast. And like I said, guys, if you get the chance, check her out this week, Canadian Music Week. She's got a, a slew of performances in Toronto, so check her out. Um, but otherwise, she's on Facebook and Twitter, and she's she got is, a website and she Instagram. She is fantastic. So yeah, find her. That she's this sweet little thing that gorgeous. Too, she boys. gets up on stage behind her keyboard and just has the best booming, unbelievable. I've sound. got a new crush. I think. Yeah, it's good. Jordan Laser. She's crush worthy. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. The name alone. Yeah, Laser. It's true. Laser. Come on, that's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, keeping in w- with recent pull the plug tradition, uh, we're going to do another BuzzFeed quiz. Ooh. Let's. Okay. This week, I'm uh, once again bringing a quiz to the table Ooh. for Shannon Bryan. Oh my! There God. it is. I was the chosen one. The chosen, chosen one. <laughs> and speaking of the chosen one, did I just did what? I just segue you? This quiz is going to ask Shannon, which Harry Potter book are you? Oh, oh there's going to be a lot yeah. of happy people. All right. Let's do this. I'm ready. I'm glad you didn't do this for me because I had known nothing you about Harry yeah, Potter. I know. <laughs> Not a fan. Uh, pick a professor to take shots of fire whiskey with. Oh, everyone. Hagrid. <laughs> Hagrid. Gilderoy Lockhart. Mad-Eye Moody. Remus Lupin. McGonagall. Dumbledore. Flitwick. Or Snape. Lupin. Lupin. I want to see if I can make him turn into a werewolf. What's your favorite Hogwarts class? Ooh. Transfiguration, history of magic, divination, herbology, muggle studies, potions, charms, or defense against the dark arts? Divination. Which one's that? What are they doing that one? I have no idea. All right. Look up divination. I'll look it up. Yeah, all right. Pick a wizarding world destination. Diagon Alley, the Burrow, Hogsmeade. Ministry of Magic, Malfoy Manor, Number Twelve, Grimald Place, Hogwarts, or Azkaban. Hogsmeade. It's where the bar is. <laughs> Can I just take a little interjection and say how fucking ridiculous I feel saying all these words? Yeah. No, I I can feel you right now. Okay. I I get it. Like I like I'm I I love these movies and books and all of this, but I feel fucking ridiculous. You look good though. Well, thank you. Which Quidditch position would you play? Beater. Seeker. <laughs> Seeker, for sure. Seeker? Yeah. Oh, all right. What's your go-to spell? Oh, fuck me. Wingardium Leviosa. Accio. Expelliarmus. Expecto Patronum. Lumos. Silencio. Alohomora. Alohomora. And Ridiculous. Um, I think I like Accio. Isn't it Accio? Uh, All right, whatever. I know what you're talking Cause, about. Because it's the one that like brings shit to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, cool. that's the ultimate lazy Oh, spell. I think I'm okay with that. Yeah, for sure. Accio chips. All right. <laughs> this, this one might need you to see the images because some of the names are a little, little bizarre. Which Death Eater terrifies you the least? Oh. The least? Um, Karkaroff. Bellatrix Lestrange. Lucius Malfoy. I'd say Malfoy. He's a pussy. What about nice. Peter Pettigrew? Good chirp. No, Malfoy. Malfoy, all right. No, because Pettigrew turns into a rat. That's freaky. Oh, yeah, that's fair. What would your Bogart look like? Oh. Maybe, do you know what a Bogart is? I, I literally don't know any of these A, a Bogart is a creature that takes form of your 
deepest fear. Okay. So like Lupin, who was the professor who was a werewolf, yeah. his the, the Bogart would come out and it would look like the full moon. Oh, I see. Okay. And then that's where you would use the spell ridiculous and that would get the Bogart away from you. Okay. Yeah. See, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, now you're clued in. What would your Bogart look like? A mummy? A Dementor? A Hungarian Horntail? Fluffy? Three-headed dog. Right. Full moon? Voldemort? Your own corpse? Or a basilisk? Ooh, basilisk. It's like a big snake. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I can be with you on that one. That's fucked. All right. I, I, I did look up the divination. Okay. Uh, it's a branch of magic that involves attempting to foresee the future. Yeah, it's um, the one that Professor Trelawney does. Oh, like, the tea leaves. The teacups and stuff. Right. That's what that is. All right. Well, thank you. It's You're like welcome. the fortune telling shit. All right, Shane, we have an answer. You think on your feet, love a good challenge, and you're always daydreaming about the past. You're more analytical and like to think before you act. Always remember to use your time turner wisely. You got the Prisoner of Azkaban. It's a good book. It is a good book. It's my favorite one. Really? So good on you. I did see that one. (laughs) I did. (laughs) I did see that one. I don't remember anything about it, but I did see it. It's all right. Yeah, it was the first one that really kind of took a dark turn. Yeah, yeah that's definitely. what I remember from it. I which, was like, oh, which yeah, that's I love. And, and it was your first introduction to Lupin. Who, uh, I love Lupin. Yeah, yeah, all through that whole series. He's just awesome. It's pretty good. Nice. Yeah. That's a pretty good quiz. I yeah. mean, not for you. No, I know nothing about it. But, I wouldn't uh, even do this during the break. Just no. Cause I, <laughs> yeah, that's how, true. How's it going to benefit you? Exactly. But Shannon, I mean, we learned so much. So yeah. Great. It's Do you true. think it's accurate, like any of this? Yeah, well, I think I think the the idea of the the uh, yeah the the first book that turns dark that's that suits me. Okay, right on. Yeah. So uh, as with all the stories and tidbits from tonight, we'll post a link to this quiz on Facebook and Twitter. You can find those links at our uh, our lovely website, ptppodcast.com. Yeah. Another song for you here. This one's Megan Collie, "Love Me Back" on PTP Podcast.
Megan Colley, love me back, and you're listening to P2P Podcast. Shit, yeah. Well, you were, but now we we're were. done. Now we're fucking done, yo. Guys, hey. we're going to have to part ways now. Yeah, that's it. That's sad. That is sad. Fuck. But uh, some exciting stuff uh, coming up later on this month with Pull the Plug. That's right. That we are bringing in uh, a band from KW called mm-hmm. That Awful Rhythm. 
Yes. Yeah. They don't they don't think too highly of themselves. No, and you know what? That they're they're a very talented band though, I I must add. Um, Excellent. They're cool. I played a show a few years ago with them. Awesome. Um, and yeah, they really killed it. So yeah, I'm excited it. to bring bring them in. That uh, they're bringing in a violinist, which we've never. That's it's a debut for the violin on PTP. Yeah, I guess it is. Yeah, gen- not even in the sure. studio. No. So this is kind of like we we had an accordion in the studio. Yeah. We had. Uh, uh, we've had drums in this apartment. We've had drums in the apartment, and we're bringing in a violin. Wow. New challenges await us. Yeah. That's cool. But uh, should be interesting. That'll be fun. I, I can't wait. Um, so stay tuned uh, with pull a plug. All of our lovely social avenues, yeah. you know, like the Twitter. The, the, the Twitter. The Twitter. And the Facebook. The, yes. Yeah, you can find one. those links at our website as well as YouTube and all that fun shit. Shit, yeah. Uh, at our website, ptppodcast.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else you guys want to add before leaving and parting ways and uh, just waiting another whole fucking week to see you guys again? Yeah, no, yeah. We'll, we'll hug it out at the end of the at the end of the recording and. Well, I'll get my pants off first. I mean, I know course. you guys want to get close. I just want to give a shout out to the uh, Chicago Bulls are taking on the Cavaliers. So LeBron, you're fucking junk. Right. So um, yeah, go Bulls. Go Bulls. In go the playoffs right Bulls. now. Intense shit. So. <laughs> D Rose looking good. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Keep masturbating. Don't eat the apples with the razor blades. Jesus Christ. Kiss my curvy butt. Goodbye. Put it in my two-cheek suitcase. (laughs) I hope you were still recording that. (laughs) Yes.